Hello and welcome back to Always Right, the podcast with me, your host, Charlie Wright. Today, I'm here with Shruti. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? How's life? What's I'm the back. general? Yeah, you're back again. I was watching. I was watching our old podcast just to like not repeat the same topics. <laughs> well, it's so funny because one of my friends messaged me. Um. And she was like, I've watched all the episodes that you were in on Charlie's podcast. Wow, <laughs> I, like, I love it. Mm. My God. Okay. Viewers, Speaking of viewers, I just have to say, did you see my Instagram story the other day? I've been looking at my analytics and like, which I know I can like look at, but I never really do. And then I look the other day and I'm just like, all these people in all these different countries listen to this show. I'm just like, why? (laughs) Aren't you just like, hello world? (laughs) And, but it's also like, I want to like, I can't like contact these viewers. That sounds so stupid. Like, obviously I can't, but it's just like, I want to be like, thank you. So everyone listening, thank you. I appreciate it. And especially to the person in Columbus, Ohio, who has listened to every single episode twice. Wow. I don't know why you have, but thank you. <laughs> Such a loyal listener. I don't know, isn't that insane? Whoever you are, leave a comment down below in the YouTube channel. Literally, or comment on my Instagram or, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that for me. But anyway, what's happening? I know, what's happening with you? What's new? How's the vibe? What's, you know, just life? The vibe is everyone has Omicron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The vibe is I've kind of been in like my own little self-isolation this January because for all you international listeners, yes, Melbourne has been rife with cis Omicron. She's been everywhere. Um, she's been running around <laughs> town. She's been right here in my home. My sister got COVID <gasps> a few a few weeks ago. Wait, so did we mine. Had a whole system going. Mm, really? Yeah, but like, she Which doesn't one? live with me, Georgie. Luckily, she she lives Georgie. alone. Luckily, so. But wow, your sister had it with you. What did you do? Well, my mum's room has it's an own like the ensuite, and it's got a little balcony mm-hmm. so um and we can access the balcony through our fourth study slash bedroom right. so we literally just put my sister in my mom's room like literally stopped the door so nothing can no airflow <laughs> could come out and we were literally just delivering her food through the balcony like we had the system down pat wow. it was just so good and obviously we went close contact because my sister actually got it and then she went away for a week. So her and all of her friends were COVID positive in this house in Delson. Oh. Um, and they were all like showing symptoms about halfway through their trip. And mm-hmm. then she came home and she tested positive on a rat. And then um, her what? isolation period obviously starts when you test positive. So she was literally, she's been in, she was in isolation for close to like two weeks. So. Wow. Stamped it out. But yeah, I, I literally have not, really been doing much because every time I plan something someone's got COVID (laughs) so (laughs) 
I know that's the struggle, isn't it? I just am like, I don't know. I am the same. Like I haven't really been doing much, mm. but then it's like, I'm so bored. I need to get, leave the house. I need to do something, but yeah, Georgie had it. And she, where did she, she went, oh, this is a whole, this is a whole, the whole drama. She, I think this is for New Year's. She went away somewhere in like Apollo Bay, whatever, in this van that she has. And the van broke down like in this tiny, tiny little town in Apollo Bay. So like Mm -hmm. on the day after New Year's Day, I had to drive and pick her up. And then as we were like driving home, she was like, oh, like I feel sick. And I was like, oh, here we go. So then (laughs) I take her, because she lives alone. I take her to her house and then I come back here and I'm like self-isolating anyway, before she's even positive. Um, And then got her a rapid test and she was positive on it. And then I was negative. But I still kind of like self-isolated anyway. And then I just kept testing and like I was negative and she was still positive. Um, And she luckily, and she was meant to move out of her house, like as she got it. So she had to extend the lease for like another month. And yeah, she didn't really have any symptoms though. Did your sister? Um, Not really. Like she had like a sore throat cough. But she's now got COVID fatigue. Really? A month after COVID, she did some reading on it, but she's been so tired. Mm. Did I tell you about my whole Sydney drama? No, please do. Over Christmas? No. It was just COVID. It's COVID related. Um, I, my family and I, we went to, we went to Sydney. Um, We left on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. um, to go to Sydney and to obviously spend time with family over there. And on Boxing Day um, in the evening, we were meant to come back on the 29th, but because COVID was like really, really, really bad in Sydney. I don't know if you uh, remember. Like, yeah, I do. Lines and all that kind of stuff. Um, we changed our flight to come home um, on the 26th evening. So um, we were literally there for two nights, like just mm. really quick trip. Um, because obviously also our family were going to come here, like mm-hmm. they're coming at the end of this month. So we were like, oh, it's fine. You know, we don't have to be here for too long. Anyway, we're there. We're about to go to the airport and I get a text from Vic Department of Health saying that I was at a location on the 22nd um, and there was a COVID positive case at this location and I had to go and get a PCR um, and self-isolate until the negative result. Oh my god! Now, I was at a cafe with Nicole mm-hmm. um, for her birthday, and the cafe's got like a deli part in the front. So I was like, and we were sitting in the courtyard. I was like, this COVID positive case could have been anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I have to self isolate, and I'm in fucking Sydney. <laughs> so my mum and my sister go home. Like they fly home. Oh my god! What the hell? And I changed my flight. I changed my flight to. Um, the 30th I think that was a Thursday Mm -hmm. changed my flight to the 30th 
And then that very night, I hop in a car with one of my family friends to go and try and find um, a testing site. Go to two. They're both closed. And the third one, I call the hotline and I'm like, listen, we've been driving around to these places. They're all shut. Can Can you give us one that's actually open? She's like, oh, yeah, this one's open. Go to that one. We go there, shut. And then we find out the next oh. day that they're operating on Christmas hours and they didn't put them anywhere. Like they hadn't changed anything. Uh. The next morning we get in the car at like, honestly, it was like 6.30. <laughs> Drive to no. the site. We're in line and we're already three kilometres away from the testing site in line. What? We get one kilometre away and they turn us away. At 9.30 in the morning, they turned us away. And they were like, there's one kilometer away, but you're not going to get to the front of the site before they close. And we were like, what time are they closing? And they were like, they're going to close at 1130. I was like, there's two hours and it's only one more kilometer. You're not going to let us through. So anyway, we go back to where we were staying, get all of our bags and we're driving past, past this testing site and it's just shut. And now it's Mm -hmm. 945. So they've just cleared all the cars and everyone's going, all right, job done. Let's go home. Oh, it was just so like unorganized and no one was working. And like, I get it. Obviously, like you want to spend time with your families and you're doing a very, a very, they, I mean, yeah. obviously they have these jobs that take so much time out of their lives, but they were so unorganized for the absolute mm. outbreak that happened. Anyway, I went to another site and I was really lucky because two cars behind me, they shot the site. <laughs> oh, like, oh Oh my god. <laughs> Finally got tested. Got te- tested in the morning on the 27th at a place. And I'm just chilling now. I'm like in self-isolation. I'm at my family friend's house. I've done a rat. I'm negative, right? I'm like mm-hmm. in my soul. I'm like, I'm so negative. I, I can I just go home? Mm-hmm. It comes to the 30th, and I've been waiting for four days now. Still haven't got my result. I then called the clinic that took my test. Mm-hmm. And they literally say to me, we haven't even assessed the test that were taken on the 24th and the 25th. And it was the 30th. So like everything oh was so delayed. Oh my God. It was just insane. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to call Vic Department of Health. Yeah. So I called Vic Department and they were like, oh, actually um, the rule has just changed. So if you're positive in another state and you can come home to your home state, and self-isolate and I was like so you're telling me a COVID positive person can hop on a plane yeah what and go home and they were like look they probably will change this rule to make it clearer but they haven't yet oh and I was like well I'm just waiting for a test so can I go home and self-isolate and wait for the test there and they were like yeah so I was like why the the fuck have I been here for four days when I could have just gone but was that your your like a misunderstanding of what happened or like no because that rule had just come in oh the rule came in the night before right and then when i get back to melbourne then they changed the whole rule again where you don't need to even get a pcr yeah. if you've been to a place and there's a covid positive person mm. so the rule changed as i landed and then <laughs> i got on the 31st so like new year's eve I get the text being like, you're negative. And I'm like, I fucking knew that the whole time. Oh, what a mess. God. I was literally in Sydney. For two days, I enjoyed myself, had lived my best life. And then four days, just <laughs> sitting there. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, for all you international listeners, COVID has been very badly managed in Australia. 
um, they had two years to prepare while they locked us down and they did shit. All, they, so. Yeah, they really did nothing. I mean, even, I mean, it's obviously it's better now, but still like, I don't know. Have we passed the peak? I think we have, right? I believe we have. I think I read somewhere that it's becoming endemic and not a pandemic anymore, In Ooh. which I don't really know what the difference is, but I think it's less severe. Okay. Yeah. But um, I feel like I always speak about the pandemic on this show, but it's like, that's life, isn't it? I always mm. think, like, the reason, like, I got my booster the other day. Have you had your booster? Yep. Same. Um, and (laughs) did you, did you have a negative reaction? Oh my God, Charlie. I had inflamed lymph nodes under my armpit. Oh my God. Um, Couldn't lift my arm. And then, so that was on the day I got it, I was fine. Just a bit of a sore arm. The day after swollen lymph nodes, um, fever, fever went after like Panadol though. Mm -hmm. I had, but the worst thing was I had such bad muscle pain especially in my back, I Ooh. couldn't walk properly. I couldn't lie down properly. I couldn't find a position. I, was I like started sleeping on my bed. Then I ended up on the floor. Like it was just Whoa. Me, like four days to get back to normal. The next day, my lymph nodes were still there, but they traveled like they were coming up my neck now as well. Cause like you've got some here and you've got some here. Yeah. So I had them in like both places. And I was just like, fuck's sake. <laughs> what the hell? Mine was just like, just muscle pain really and I couldn't sleep very well the first night but apart from that I was fine but um I was gonna say that with when a pandemic like this happens like every time I speak to my grandma she's always just like oh I I can't believe that I've lived for 80 something years and like this is happening now and I'm just like do you think and I was just like why do, are people acting the way that they are about like anti-vaxxers and just like thinking it's a hoax and it's like I think that people are acting like this well first of all it's because they're idiots it's it's they're just unintelligent but secondly it's like I think people have this misconception about like something dangerous I guess where it's like when you hear the word pandemic you imagine people dying in the street so when that hasn't that it doesn't happen well I mean actually it did happen in a a few places but I mean like in Australia it's like you're not seeing people dying on the street from it therefore Mm. people think like oh it's not that dangerous and it's just like it's just so such a one-dimensional way to look at things and it makes me so angry I think it's selfish it is very selfish because you're not like of course you're vaccinating to protect yourself but you're also vaccinating you to slow the spread like absolutely you don't want people who are immunocompromised and no old and all of these types of people who are going to be compromised by getting the virus to get the virus I don't know. I saw this stat the other day about the amount of people who are in hospital. Um, it's like, ugh, keep talking. I'm going to get it up actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I know a few people who are like nurses and they always like are posting on Instagram. Like if you like, if you haven't been sick, 
And if you yeah. haven't been in a hospital in like the past two years, you have no conception of what that it's like a, a war zone. Like people like don't get it. And like, I think that's the most infuriating part is that, you know, if you're young and you're healthy, like, and you're vaccinated, yeah, you're probably not going to die from it. But like, you don't think about you, if you need to go to hospital for it, like if it gets bad, you don't think about the nurses who are literally working 12 hours a day without going to the bathroom and they're in full PPE. Like why the people just don't care about other people. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. It's, it's just yeah, like. It, it is because, because if you did care, you would go and get vaccinated. <laughs> absolutely. It's just, where is this? <laughs> what was it about? It was, like such a, it was just such a good pie chart about um, people in ICU. Oh. People who are taking up ICU beds um, compared to, like, the vaccinated population. And it's just, like, really just puts it into perspective. Oh, right. Yeah, see, like, it's like I've known a group of people who, like, only one of them was vaccinated and no one else was vaccinated and they all got it except for the vaccinated person. And I'm just like, like, doesn't that just Is tell you everything you need to know? Yeah. yeah, literally. And people will just find a way to just be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you know, like they'll just blame it on something else. Yeah, they always do. Um, have you found it? <laughs> No. no, okay. But speaking of this, are you up to date on the whole Joe Rogan Spotify situation? The whole misinformation thing and people are like, can yes. you can you monitor what the hell this guy is saying? Yes. What is and- the why is he on such a huge deal with Spotify? I, Let's start there because well, I think he's shit. He is. But, I mean, he gets, like, 11 million views on every podcast he does. So it's, like, it's all about money. That's all I care about. But didn't Spotify, isn't he sponsored by Spotify? Yes. Or is it, like, he is, right? He is, yes. I think it's just crazy. It is. But it's interesting, like, all these musicians, like, Neil Young and whoever, are, like, pulling all their music. Yeah, from Mm. Spotify. And it's just interesting, like, do you Spotify? I'm I'm a Spotify user. Yeah. So am I. And it's just kind of like, do they expect people to, like the everyday person to just abandon Spotify because of Joe Rogan? No, no, no. I think I think what they're trying to say, because I was talking to someone else about this and I know that now his podcast has warnings on it. Mm, yeah. um, like they've added warnings. I think it's more that either he just stops talking about it. Yeah. He is spreading so much mis- misinformation. I don't think people are asking to pull the podcast because obviously he brings in a lot for Spotify. Yeah. And I don't think that would be a good business move in general. Um, like you want people on the app mm. and like any artist would also want people on the app um but i think it's more that he yeah i think it's like they want to monitor what the hell he's saying 
Well, as they should. Well, it's like Twitter, like Donald Trump. You know, when you lie, but and you, you just Americans are. They I know. quote they, their freaking what is it called? Their rights. <laughs> oh God, it's all it's like, about that. According to the Fifth Commandment, it's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's interesting. It reminds me of YouTube, and it's just like because you know how there's all these terrible people on YouTube. Joe Rogan is one of them, but I mean more like James Charles, like these awful Jeffrey Star, these terrible people. Mm. It's like, why do people on YouTube, like, I, it's a different reaction. Like, I feel like people on YouTube aren't like, oh, I'm going to stop. Oh, well, I guess because there is no alternative to YouTube. That's why. I just answered my own question. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's interesting. It kind of begs it begs the question of like, you know, how much freedom of speech do you actually have? Because like, because there is an argument to be made. This is his platform. This is his podcast. Mm. He can say whatever the hell he likes, you know? And I, I can definitely see that argument. Yeah. You can obviously see that argument, take it for what it is, because honestly, yeah, true. You can say what you like, mm-hmm. but if you're saying stuff that's harmful to people and harmful to your listeners, then yeah, you do, you do have a responsibility. Absolutely. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences. Yes. Yes, exactly. So I think, I think if YouTube, like, like you said, like all of those people, like, you know, obviously there are controversial videos on YouTube that do get pulled down or do have warnings. I think this is a similar thing, but I think a reaction on Spotify is different to a reaction on YouTube because YouTube openly invites comment where Spotify, you're not seeing comment directly on Spotify. You're seeing it on Twitter. You're seeing it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that that actually is true. But it's just kind of, I feel like social media in general is just kind of, I don't know, people just behave however they want and it's kind of. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that's changing as well because I think, I think, you know, people do like to sit behind and just comment. But I think a lot of people are kind of catching on to the thing of like, no, I can actually out this person. I can just openly put <laughs> You know, especially with like mm. Instagram DMs and stuff, like how you can get mm. really nasty trolling and bullying and whatever. And yes. I've seen so many people, like influencers and all that, they just don't care anymore. They'll post the screenshot with the person's like photo and as name they should. Exactly, because you before they would they would scrub that out. Yes. Yep. So I think it's just changed a lot more. Like I think people are being held accountable for their for their actions. I mean, this is a different conversation topic to what we were just talking about, Joe Rogan, but yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. But speaking of Joe Rogan, I just want to read a quote that he said about th- this situation. Oh God. Okay. He said, <laughs> he I don't said like him. <laughs> it's become what it is today, which is some out of control juggernaut that I barely have control of. Oftentimes, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about until I sit down and talk to people. I am going to do my best in the future to balance things out. That is literally such a lie. I think if you're staying as, like, the host of a podcast, if you're saying you have no control... How can you come out and say that when oh, you are the one know. in control? I don't know. You're it's like control. it's like if somebody came on my show and just started talking shit and I'm like, oh, it's out of my control. It's out of my hands. That's the nature of the show. Yeah, it's called edit. <laughs> yes. But it's also called like 
in the moment, if someone is just saying stupid things, you in, you speak about, you engage, and he doesn't. Engage like he or lets redirect. People, exactly, redirect. That, that's just such a cop out, and like he's trying to like. I think it's, it's a cop out, and it's irresponsible. Like if you're having such a big so platform, irresponsible. and you've been um, you have a you have a responsibility. I think like it's just as simple as that. You don't get to. I agree. Um, you don't get to just not have that responsibility just be, like by saying stuff like that. I no. Don't, I don't agree with that. No, absolutely yeah. not. I tried to listen to his podcast once and I was just like, I can't do this. I think I've seen the one where he smoked weed with Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you feel about Elon Musk? Two characters. <laughs> they, they sure are. Do you know what's what? weird, though? I love Grimes. You know Grimes? Is that his ex-partner? Yes. Yeah. That's the one who had that kid, the ex to. Yes. What do you reckon they're calling that kid? Like, is she, is she named, like, wait, what's her actual name? Let's type her name. I think it's a boy. Oh, it's a girl? Oh, it's a boy. Yes. Um, it's, I believe he explained that it's, it's like X, X, A, E, something. He said okay. part of it is pronounced Ash. Ash, yeah, yes. I'm just reading that now. X Ash A12. That's how you pronounce it. They're just gonna call it Ash. Or X. It's like then just name her Ashley. <laughs> I agree, but it's just Grimes is just so like I love her, but she just is, I don't know, attention seeking, but like she just tries too hard to be alternative. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know much about Grimes. Do you want to? Most people don't. Most people don't. Mm. She makes good. She's Mm. an artist. She makes good music, but she's a bit of a, I don't know. Like, and she claims to be like, so like anti patriarchy, anti establishment, anti all these things. (laughs) And then she married Elon Musk. (laughs) It's okay. like, oh, that's that was just a lie, I guess. Oh, God. Okay, right. Anyway, we stand Grimes. But something else I wanted to bring up with you. The green M&M situation. Have you heard? Let Root. me send it to you. So. What have I missed? Basically, Mars, which owns M&M's, is doing a rebrand of the M&M's. Oh, the green, you meant M&M. I thought you meant. <laughs> you heard the one with the artist M&M. I was like, what have I missed? Is he back? <laughs> no. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yep. So give me a recap. Basically, Mars is doing a rebrand and they are changing the female, the Yes, the green M&M and also the brown M&M. The green M&M has gone from high heels to sneakers and the brown M&M, she had high heels and they are now just shorter high heels. Okay. And it's just like, it's, it's, I just, I hate when these companies do rebrands and things like this it is so performative and so just fake. Wait, wait, wait. Back it up. Yes. 
Why are they rebranding? Because they want to be more inclusive and they want to, well, I mean, maybe you'll have a different opinion. They said they want to be more representative of today's woman by making right. the green M&M not wear high heels. So it's like, so are you saying women? They've also changed the, they've also changed the skin tone. And they've also changed the arm and the leg colours for all their m Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Oh, the yes. Skin, the skin. But it's just like, but I, I was reading an article about these different ad executives who were saying, why are they trying to take, like the green M&M, like this sounds so stupid, but she's known as being like sexy, right? It's like, why yeah. are they trying to take that from the character it's like a woman not allowed to be sexy now but then I can I understand mm-hmm. the other side where it's like well it's <laughs> well it's like giving the impression that women have to be sexy is wrong also but I don't do you when you look at the green M&M are you thinking this is misrepresenting what a woman is when when with the high heels I mean because I no, I think I, she's fab. I know that's what most people think too. I think she looks fucking awesome. I'm I haven't. Great. I've never seen this. And okay, that's interesting. I've I haven't actually heard any commentary about this or seen this anywhere. Um, yeah. Firstly, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Agreed. Like who was who was targeting Eminem being like? Hey, you should you should rebrand to be more inclusive. And all they've done is change the skin tone back to white and put sneakers on. Can't I, disagree. I, I agree. It's clearly just them uh, getting attention. It's not about being inclusive. They don't give but a why, shit about that. Why, a better thing would have been to have multiple facets of the colored M&Ms for, like for example keeping keeping this old one yes but giving her giving her different looks styles yeah looks because that is the modern woman the modern woman is someone who fits into so many different roles so seamlessly absolutely i don't know just just thought but also like <laughs> make a new character like make a new colored m&m yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. actually that just do something different don't change something yes especially that... if no one's had a problem with it i know and also it's reminding me of again this is happening i think in march um stella mccartney designed a new dress for mini mouse but it's not a dress it's right. a pant it's a pantsuit and it's blue. Right. But it's specifically oh. only for the Minnie Mouse, like, impersonators at Disneyland in Paris to wear, right? And it's for, like, um, something, awareness for something. <laughs> I don't know. And all the comments I'm reading are, like, why, like, oh, they're trying to be woke. Oh, they're trying to be, like, oh, she doesn't, why can't women wear dresses anymore and, and stuff like that? And it's, like, no, but that's completely different because it's not changing her look forever. It's just for this month and it's for something. And also, it, they're not actually changing 
Minnie Mouse, like the cartoon, it's the person actually dressing up as Minnie Mouse. Like people are so dumb. They don't like, they don't read yeah, the article, they difference. read the headline. That's the problem. Oh God, that's all of Facebook, is that not? The amount of it comments sure sections, I'm like, I read like, the, the, top, the top comment. I'm like, did you read the article? No, like, they don't. Mm, and yes. I'm guilty I mean, of that too. Of like not reading the article and just reading the headline, but it's like I'm not gonna. What you want to give time to? Exactly, and but it's also like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna write a paragraph about the headline that I've read. Oh, if I haven't read the article, I'm not gonna comment. Like you know, you know. No. Yeah, because you haven't educated yourself. No, that's the other thing is that. I watched, I think I've spoken about this before. I watched a TED talk when I was doing my, I did an online course in philosophy from Yale University. Um, and I watched this TED talk about this guy who was like, um, you actually, you do have freedom of speech and you obviously are allowed to have opinions, but your opinion on some things isn't valid. And it's not warranted. It's like when I'm, and he said, like, if I was building a rocket, I'm not going to go ask what a florist thinks about how to build this rocket. And it's like, maybe they can have opinions on how it looks, but it's like, they don't know anything about how to build a rocket. So don't give your opinion. You don't, you know, you're not needed in that moment, which is Mm -hmm. like, harsh in a certain sense because I feel like we all want to think that our opinions in general in life are valid and needed maybe but you know they're actually not I 100% agree with that like I think yeah I think as humans you want obviously to be heard and to be valued and all that but I think it's more like I think people should think that way in their day-to-day lives with the people that they choose to surround themselves with rather mm-hmm. than a bunch of people on the internet. So like, you don't know this person. Absolutely. But it's like when people... Know. That was a good analogy, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but it's like when people do all this Facebook research about vaccines and shit like that, it's like I've done my research and, oh, this this is just becoming a tirade it's against like, the vaccines. Sorry, are you a doctor? literally that's what I want to say this person that I know yeah. has it's like just it's so much it's like you did research for like 30 minutes compared to this doctor who has dedicated <laughs> eight years of study and then like how yeah. many years of placement to get to where they are to now be working with vaccinate like like who am I going to listen to I wonder <laughs> <laughs> really? I seriously I agree my god oh god this world yeah on to another topic wait what were you going to say i was just saying that everyone has something to say in this world they sure do um i have some would you rather questions that i think would be fun but before we get into that we need to like plan to do something irl we always say that every time (laughs) it doesn't happen the funniest thing that is that Jared messaged me and I still haven't got back to him. He messaged me yesterday being like, oh, when you're in, when you're at work, we should have brunch. And I'm like, in my head, I was like, yes, absolutely. And then I just didn't respond to him. But 
yes, we should do something. <laughs> That's the struggle. That really is, you know, what is the most depressing part about like getting older and being an adult is you really have to put effort in in order to see people. Mm. Doesn't that make you sad? It was easy back in the day because we had the same classes. I know. But even if we didn't have the same classes, like we were on campus, Mm. just around each other. Mm. But the other thing is, is that as you get older, you obviously realise the people that don't care about you at all because they will make no effort. But actually, on the opposite side of that, it's like I do have a lot of people that I care about that it's like, I don't know, you just struggle sometimes to have the energy to see people or talk to people. 100%. I have, like, I think I had um, my social, like, my cup. Yes. When I'm in situations with a lot of people, I get drained so quickly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm always, like, having to just, I don't know, I value, like, my own time. But, like, I also obviously value my friendships. So you've got to, like, find what works for you, I guess. But, yeah, there are some people, like, friends of mine, friends of mine, who aren't really friends anymore. Because, like, yeah, they just don't make an effort. Like, Absolutely. That's fine. That's, but then that's them. They're probably making an effort with someone else. But that's fine. It's the same that is true. But then it's also a dichotomy of, like, it's also about knowing people though because it's like I have people like you like we don't talk every day but it's like I know it's like nothing has ever changed and but it's like because I know you whereas it's like I know some other people I'm like I haven't spoken to them and I know that's because the friendship is you know drifted it's like it's about knowing like what your boundaries are I think yeah 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 because at at some at at some point you'll there's like an easiness where you don't need to guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Love Mm. that. Okay. These questions. We have 10. Okay. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Ooh, 150 years, hundred percent. But. No, no, no way. You're going to argue this 10 minutes. What's 10 minutes going to do? No, no, no. I'm going to say, if it's like a repeat power or if it's just one time, does that make a difference to you? Like you can constantly just see 10 minutes yeah. in the future. Honestly, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> I think you know what all these questions about like the future and the past and all that stuff, it all depends on like if you affect what happens if I see 10 minutes into the future and I see myself dying, it's like, I need to know whether I can change that or whether that's set in stone. Right. I'm just thinking more like 150 years in the future. Like I'm obviously going to be dead. I just want to see like, how's the world? Oh, right. Okay. Mm, Okay. So you're just like, it's not about you. It's about the world. It's not about me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Love that. Okay. (laughs) Would you rather have telekinesis, where you can move things with your mind, or telepathy, where you can read minds? That's a hard one. 
obviously like you want to know what someone's thinking but do you really want to know what someone's thinking if you can turn it on and off that would be ideal (laughs) yeah like I don't want to be getting an influx of thoughts constantly no (laughs) (laughs) like you'd have to like be able to like tune in absolutely like what are you thinking about right now (laughs) but also telekinesis is like oh I really want to go to the fridge but I can't get off the couch so you just is that that's Eleven's powers and Stranger Things isn't it yes yeah yeah I think I think telekinesis because I think reading someone's mind is a very personal thing um you could use it for personal gain yeah but am I that kind of person no Maybe if you had those powers, you would be. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to say if telekinesis. Only, if only I had, if only I could read someone's mind and I could read what salary they're going to offer me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting a little too real. Okay. <laughs> um, would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single song you hear? Dance. Dance. Yeah. Dance. Oh, singing I sound is like a dying whale when I sing. <laughs> Me too. But also, like, yeah, dancing is silent. You know, there's no. Yeah. There's no and noise. it's got many facets. Like, you could just do a two step or you could do a whole routine. <laughs> or you could just be like. Yeah. You could, you could, you could not even move. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Would you rather find, I mean, I already know what your answer is going to be, but. Would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year? I'm going to say the lottery. Oh, win the lottery. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you would say true love. Am I not in a loving relationship? I know, but I'm saying if you weren't. That's kind of awkward, though. If I'm true love today and I'm like, oh, see you, Jacob. This is the guy I'm meant to be with. (laughs) No, I mean, if you were single. Yeah. Lottery. I agree. I think because... I'm like, obviously, like, I've thought about this though. Like, if I win the lottery, I think I would Realistically, what would you do with the money? I always think about this. Always. Okay. 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 Like, realistically. Yeah. Is that episode of Friends where they all like go and buy the lottery tickets? Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> Ross is like, what did he say? He's like, put it in the bank. And they were all like, <laughs> oh, put it in the bank. <laughs> Um, okay, I would, how, how much are we talking? Give me, give me some. Um, I'm going to say a hundred million dollars. Oh, okay. That is a lot to handle. (laughs) Okay. Firstly, I would get a good accountant. That's my level one thing too. Absolutely. Is it actually? Yeah. I get a good accountant because you don't want to be taxed. No. (laughs) Um, and you want, you know, your money nice and secure and, you know, all of that jazz. Mm. I'd buy several investment properties. Me too. Yep. One, one that I obviously will live in, obviously pay them outright as well. But like, yep. I wouldn't spend outside of my means, you know, I'd get one, seven million. <laughs> million. Okay. Sure. No, you're not, you're not going to go find a property for like 45 million and buy that. That's almost half. No, 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 no. You got to be smart about it. Yeah. You know, I think the other thing I would do is I would invest in some businesses that I believe in. Mm -hmm. 
um just for some like long-term income streaming type things i think that that's really the key to having a large sum of money is that you have to ensure that it's you know yeah because you want your grandkids to be like you want your grandkids to be like oh i come from old money Because well, you, I love that you're always thinking about your grandkids. That's so like not a thought in my mind for me. But oh no, I literally like whenever I like buy something cute, I'm like I'm gonna keep this for my daughter because she's gonna love me later. Oh okay, actually I do that too. Did you know that I'm a little bit of a hoarder? I have known this about you. Okay, um, yeah, and because Georgie is. So I live upstairs in Georgie's old room and Georgie is moving into my old room downstairs, right? But I, so I'm like moving all of my stuff out of there. Mm-hmm. And I literally, like I have stuff from, like I have all my baby stuff. I have like, I think what? I have books from every single year that I've been in primary school and high school. I have birthday cards ranging back to one year old. I have all my birthday cards. And yeah, it's yeah. like, why do I have that? But I can't throw it out. Yeah, no, I'm 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 quite sentimental. So I I struggle with stuff like that as well. Yeah. I do keep a lot of things. Like, yeah, I have all my birthday cards too. So yeah, I think okay. Yeah. We d- diversify all of the income streams so that you're still earning money. Mm-hmm. So you're making more constantly. Um yep. invest in things that are gonna give you good returns. Mm-hmm. Then I would obviously give a sizable amount to my family. Mm-hmm. I would set mum up with like a nice house, nice car. Okay. Yeah. Same with my sister. Um, I would give a lot of it to charities, but I would, if I'd come into that amount of money, I would want to not just donate it. I'd want to be like Start. involved in the process to see where it goes. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. For sure. So, I also think, though, if I won the lottery, when it comes to family, I think you have to give them enough so that they don't have to ask you for money ever again. Like, I don't want people coming to me, like, every year, like, oh, can I have $100,000? No, I'm just going to give you a lump sum, period. If you spend it all, not my problem. I think also another thing would be is to get a really good lawyer to draw up some nice little trusts and family trusts and you got to put your will in. Oh, <laughs> order. absolutely. You sure do. That but, thing has to be airtight so you don't <laughs> got some random second cousin coming in being like, hey, oh, I've got a claim on this. Absolutely. No way. <laughs> but no I think way. realistically, do you think that you would, like, blow some of it on stupid stuff? Because when I think about this, I really don't think that I would actually <laughs> what's stupid what's stupid though well like I don't know like, like going talking like a yacht <laughs> no because like you could live on a yacht I mean I mean more yeah. like you like are going to the club and you like buy everyone a drink I don't know <laughs> That's no, that's the one thing. That's the one thing. If I came into that amount of money through a lottery, I wouldn't tell anyone. Oh, absolutely. You can't. You can't. I but just, I mean, there's just no way. 
But you know what I wonder about the lottery though is that do, when people win, are they do they announce themselves that they won? Like you, you know how you see on the news, or do like the lottery announce that that person won? I think it's the lottery. I hate that. <laughs> I don't want people. As to in, know. like, because yeah, on the news it's like a fifty-five-year-old man from Richmond, and it's like, yeah. why have you done that? Now people are going to be looking out for this fifty-five-year-old man in Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> is true you gotta just dig Um, a hole and bury it (laughs) yeah like yeah i just would not tell anyone because i wouldn't want anyone to start scrounging and treating me differently Mm -mm. Um, absolutely not i would tell you you don't have to tell me but i would tell you (laughs) but like i think obviously you tell your close friends who like you know you know that nothing's gonna change and whatever tell some of them (laughs) oh actually I think you have to keep it to a, a minimum. A minimum amount of friends. Yes. <laughs> but then, like, then your friends are going to be like, wait, how have you gone and bought, like, three houses? <laughs> yeah, that's... That See, again, true. that you don't really need to publicise either. No. But, I mean, if your friends, they're going to know. <laughs> like, Well, I'll just live in one and then buy the other two. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is you buy a really small like average house that you live yeah. in and you have people over and then when they leave you go back to your mansion go back to the mansion yeah. <laughs> go back to the 10 million dollar mansion yeah exactly okay yeah. next question would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade i i read this one the other day and i really had to think about it because jail i mean I'm very like anti-jail. I think jail is really kind of it, it, I don't know. I mean, obviously not for... anti-jail. Like obviously. I, I, I think the prison system, maybe not in Australia, maybe more in like in America where it's like private, where like people are profiting off of people going to prison. I don't mm-hmm. like that. That's what I what I don't like about it. And it's obviously you know people of colour going to jail over a gram of weed where all yeah. these multi people make multi-million dollars off of marijuana sales. It's things like that that really aggravate me. Yeah. But anyway, with prison, it's like, it does tarnish your reputation, unfortunately. Yes. I think it's hard to... I think you're at a very serious disadvantage and it shouldn't be this way. Yeah, it shouldn't at all. When you do come out of prison, it is hard to make a life for yourself. And that's why you see so many of them ending back up in prison because the recidivism it is rate, so yeah. hard for them to survive. So, um, But a coma for 10 years. This is such a bad question. <laughs> in, in, in the sense that it's hard. Um, it is hard. Honestly, though, I think I would have to say jail. I think I'd choose coma. Really? I'm such a princess. There's no way I'd handle jail. (laughs) Jail for five years would feel like 10 years for me. That is also true. But it's just like... See, I'm too, like, nosy and, like... I'm, I need to know things. Imagine, like, missing 10 years. I'm at the stuff you'd have to catch up on. 
Maybe you'd wake up and you'd be like, I'm a new person now. I don't need to know anything. <laughs> Potentially. Okay. Um, <laughs> would you rather be chronic? Oh, okay. I know what you're going to. Oh, actually, no, I don't. Would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? Oh, I'm going to say for you. Overdressed. Huh? Overdressed. Yeah, I was going to say overdressed for you. Yeah. What do you think well, I'm going to say? I think you would say, I don't know, underdressed? Overdressed. I think overdressed. Yeah, surely. Overdressed is always the answer, surely. Oh, yeah. You can't be showing up to a funeral in, you know, your pyjamas. You can't go to a wedding no. in jeans. Well, <laughs> it depends where you are. <laughs> if you're in the country, I'm sure my family has had weddings where you show up in thongs. I think they literally have. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think overdressing, because I think that's like... I feel more uncomfortable when I am somewhere and I'm underdressed, for sure. It's happened before. I've showed up to like places where? and I just, um, like parties and stuff, and I've just like completely yeah. like kind of missed the the vibe, I mm. guess. And I'd like come in jeans and like everyone's in like dresses and heels, and I'm like, oh, that shit. is the struggle. Like you just feel awkward because you're like, I look so casual. Yeah, see, yeah. I've been with groups of people like going to a club where the vibe is like fancy and no one was dressed fancy and it like, but I was, you know, I, I you know, I know these things um, and they weren't and like, I was like, oh, that sucks for them. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad when I'm looking good. <laughs> Sure. Okay, next. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history? Okay, can I just say something? This is going to sound so psychotic. I sometimes, when I'm, when I'm in public and I'm like not thinking about, not thinking about bad things, but I'm just like thinking about something, I always like, if I'm like on a train and someone's sitting across from me, I always think, what if that person just read my thoughts and they heard what I was just thinking? I, but I do this all the time. Is that weird? Mm. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was the question? If someone can read your thoughts or? Have access to your internet history. Probably internet history. So your thoughts are darker than your internet history mine are too but i think that's for everyone right i think yeah <laughs> can i give my internet history a little clean no obviously not <laughs> no i would still i would still go internet history because like thoughts are just like that's too personal if i'm not saying it out loud why are you in there why are you hearing them <laughs> agreed okay would you rather lose your sight or lose your memories Sight, I'm obviously. Already, I'm already halfway there with the sight thing. <laughs> okay, that's easy then. Okay. Would you rather yeah. have universal respect or universal... Wait, what? Oh, okay. Would you rather have universal respect from people or universal power, but it's like behind the scenes? Ooh. 
What do you reckon? Well, mm, that is hard because I feel like everyone respecting you is power in itself. But actually, maybe it's not like... Because if people respect you, then they value your opinion. That is true, but it's like I... I don't really know if that leads to power because it's like, who was someone that you like think that you respect, but you feel maybe is not as powerful because I'm thinking of like Obama, but he has power because he is respected. So it's like I'm I'm trying to think of people who like are respected but they don't have like the respect doesn't really equate to anything. But well, that's like a celebrity. Well, you can yeah, celebrity and what yeah. they stand for and their work, but they don't really have any power. That's true. Jennifer Lawrence, for example. But then also, I wouldn't say that she has no power. But it's like she doesn't. She's maybe she's in the Illuminati. Power in what though? With what? I'm thinking like politically, you pull some strings, you can get some money. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Celebrities these days, they have money and feet in every single door. So I'm going to say respect. I think I'm going to say respect too. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Oh, that's hard. Air conditioning and heating. Same. You can't live without the internet now. It's unfortunate, but it's... currently broken, so I've been living without it. Oh, my God. But luckily, it's kind of cool now. Hold off now. The aircon's working like downstairs in the living room and stuff, it's just in the bedrooms. So like nighttime's been a bit awful. Right. And I never use the heater, so definitely. <laughs> okay. Next, this is our last one. Would you rather be an extra in an Oscar-winning movie or the lead in a box office bomb? Obviously, an extra in the Oscar-winning movie, right? Actually. No, you want to be the lead. Mm, but you still mm, capitalize on market and shit. Box office bombs doesn't equate to that is actually true. A lot of cults, cults, classic movies, box office bombs. But it's like, yeah, actually, that's true because also there are millions of people, extras in Oscar winning movies who are you don't know who they are. You wouldn't even wouldn't you wouldn't even like no. take note of them. Not at all. Not at all. Um to end on, what did you do for New Year's Eve? What did I do for New Year's Eve? Yeah. I went to a party. Um actually I, I was gonna do two things. We were gonna go, so we we did go to Jacob's sister's place. She was hosting a little New Year's Eve thing. Mm-hmm. Um was really nice she they got like um those led bulbs oh into their 
put into their lamp. So they were just constantly just changing color in the room. I love it was just that. like it created a nice little vibe and atmosphere. Um, we were gonna go to that and then we were gonna go see our friends because our friends, um, one of our friends has a spare house in Kew because her family bought a farm, which was meant to be like their retirement farm and they were gonna work on it over the years and then end up there eventually. But they love mm. it so much that they've just been there. Um, oh. So she has this spare house in Kew. So we're always just there. So we were gonna go there and she's got like a good view of the fireworks. So that's what we're gonna do. But we were having a good time at um, Jacob's sister's place that we just invited all of them to come over. Oh. We just like merged it. I got very drunk. Did you? Yeah. It was not good. The next day. Oh. I'm getting old. I really felt it. Like two, it took me two days to recover. Oh my God. I was just tired, like fatigued. Yeah. That is the struggle. It was so hot though. That's, I think that's why. I think that's one of the reasons why I struggled. Like I had people over and it was the same group of people that I had last New Year's Eve, but I have to say last New Year's Eve was so much better. Like this one. And also because I live next to the forest, the amount of rats and bugs you have never seen. It was literally the Amazon. Like the bugs were psychotic everywhere. Like just, you could push your hand through the air like that hand covered in bugs. I've never seen anything like it. And I've lived here for like, in this house for like two years. Never seen anything like it. Like the heat, the heat. they, I think they were just like, I don't know trying to get somewhere cool and it's like you know we're all like trying to hang out outside and drink and just bugs in everyone's drinks and just like oh, God. I don't know and it just like I didn't really drink I bought so much alcohol I drank probably a quarter of it like I just was so hot so it was fine <laughs> doesn't sound fine is this your um, normal friendship group? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was okay, but it was just the heat. Can't stand the heat. 100%. I think it was the heat. I think it was why I was, like, struggling to, like, feel fine. Yeah. My God. Because you're, like, dehydrated and it's hot. You're, like, dehydrated from the alcohol. Oh. And then you're hot. Like, it's not a good combo. It's a big no. We've had a very hot summer. We have. Have you noticed? It's been really hot. It's been 30, like, consistently. That's, but, like, so not Melbourne. Yeah, but also it's, like, been... I've noticed, like, <laughs> that it's been, like, later in the day. I feel like it's, sometimes it's normally, like, hot, like... And it's also been extremely hot overnight, which I hate. Absolutely yeah. hate. But I think that's something that we haven't had before. Like, I think, like, yeah. the sustained heat mm. is something that we haven't... Because it normally uh, cools off. And, like, it, it has does. been in the last couple of days. Like, yeah. It's been hot with cooling off. But there was, like, a portion there, like, just over Christmas and then a couple of weeks after the new year where it was just consistently 30, 30 degrees. Yeah. Well, that's climate change. What a depressing way to end the episode. Um. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Did you watch the tennis? I did, yeah. Did you see that whole, like, Medvedev thing? I did. Did you see his press conference at the end? No. What did he say? It's actually really depressing. Oh. Did you find the Aussie crowds really awful this time? Absolutely awful. I had to, like, stop watching. I can't. That's This is why I don't like sport. The people watching, I can't. I can't stand them. Like, previously, I have, like, Melbourne crowds are passionate. And, but they've always been respectful. Mm. The one thing I hate, and it's the same thing that Medvedev was pissed off about, was the yelling and the booing between first and second serve. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. Anyway, at this press conference, it was so sad. Go and watch it after. But he basically was like, at the start of the press conference, he was like, guys, I want to tell you a story about a small kid who had a dream. And he started telling a story about himself dreaming to become this tennis player. And he ended by saying, today, during that match, my dream died. And he was like, from now on, I'm going to, you know, play to sustain my family and earn a living. But it's not because I dreamt for it. Like, it was just wow. awful. Like, was that distraught by the crowds. And he did bring it up. He was like, well, it's, he, he thinks it's like a, um, a Russian because he's Russian mm. and he was, he was being booed constantly. And it, he, oh, what he, he was trying to say was no matter how he, well he plays, wherever he ranks, whatever he wins, he's always going to be seen as a Russian first. Like that's kind of what he was. It was just awful. Do you think it that's was, true though? Like. I have seen commentary about how people are like, oh, you know, like if you want to be respected, then you have to give respect. And Medvedev is known to have a short temper. And, but he's, he even said that he he's apologised for the short temper. He apologised mm. to the umpire, you know, that incident that yes. happened. Yeah. Um, but he's working on it. Like he, he's even mm. said, like, you know, I've got a sports psychologist, like I'm really working on it. That whole match with Nick Kyrgios, he was like this, deadpan, did not react. Like, that takes guts mm. to not even react and, like, tell people to shut up. See, this is why I hate sport, just to be honest. Maybe it's just Australian sport. I hate Nick Kyrgios. Absolutely cannot stand him. And I just don't like the Australian, like, I don't know. I don't want to say bogan, but maybe that like the booing and the like mm-hmm. the showmanship bullshit. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Nick Kyrgios either. And to be honest, I think that match against Kyrgios and Medvedev, that's the one that kind of started the whole just for this time around, especially just the bad behavior from the crowds, I feel like stemmed from that match and stemmed from Kyrgios egging them on. Yeah. I don't know. It's just my theory. Cause I, I did watch a lot of the matches, but it was just awful. And he was treated so badly. But also I just feel like he just shouldn't play in Australia then. 
But is that the answer though? Like Australia's no, it's a grand slam. I I know, but it's like I think that <laughs> I'm trying to say this in a positive, in the nicest way possible. I think the Australian general public are not good people in general. Look, Nick Do you know said, what I mean? Nick Kyrgios said, you know, it's maybe it's time for the sport to become a little bit more exciting and blah, 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 blah. He's like, I, I understand, throw up. That makes me so I understand it's a gentleman's game, but it's like, if you understand it's a gentleman's game, why are you trying to change it? It is a gentleman's game. Yeah. You have to respect the audience are coming to watch two athletes. If you're respecting Rafa at the other end, why do you think Rafa's in a fifth set? It's because Medvedev's on the other side. Mm, that you know, is very, like you very can't true. respect one and not respect no. the other. Rafa's only at the fifth set because he lost the first two. Yeah, you know, like it's just like just comprehend that there's competition. But people can't comprehend that because they're idiots. Like no, but man. so I mean, when I say that uh, he shouldn't play in Australia, I mean like for him psychologically. Because oh it's yeah, like, because it's, it's got to affect you. Like he's he's had absolutely. two weeks. With not one person on his side. That's horrible. Like, it's just been, it's horrible. It's just horrible. <sighs> Again, another <laughs> way, depressing way to end the show. Trudy, <laughs> um, can the people follow you anywhere? Do you want them to follow you? No? Okay. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> okay. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at... The I think it's official Charlie Wright. I changed it. Um, you can follow this show on Instagram at Always Right Podcast. You can follow me on Twitch at Chaz dot underscore key. No, not dot. Chaz underscore key. What are you Put it in the description. What are you, what are you doing? Do, but you have to plug yourself, right? Okay. Thank you for joining me, Shruti. Until next time. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>